when I'm at a tournament, it's just a blank slate. I go in there and I try to work from court to court. You know, it's like 60, 80 courts in there. Every court, like three, three and a half minutes. If you can't do anything within three and three half minutes, I'm like off to the next one. Like, have you ever reached the burnout stage? I'm past the burnout. I reached that five years ago. I'm just motivated, driven because I would say parents or kids, they drive me, if that makes sense. Nah, that's good. That's real good. Like, I'll be honest and say for me, I feel like with AAU, like being a director, like I've hit like a burnout and then I'm like, pretty much what you said, like once you hear like those kids coming to you or like those parents telling you different things, it's like, all right, like I'm good. Girls are not secondary to us. They're first and foremost. They're watching to see what we do. We know we're trendsetters. We know we don't. We may not have a lot of followers compared to other ones who have, you know, financial support and backing. We're independent. We're in the streets. So that's 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 what makes us different. Did you know that I have two books? One called The Little Girl Big Dreams. It's about an ambitious little girl who overcomes every no to say yes to a dream. The other is called Changing Lanes. It's about it teaches you about the things that you learn from sport and how it translates to life after sport. Be sure to check these out at itsjustdifferentpod.com. Let's get to the episode. Welcome to the It's Just Different podcast, where we bring on people who have been where you are trying to go and or have helped countless athletes get there. I am your host, Ashley Roberts, former collegiate player, serial entrepreneur. And today we have a special, special guest. Been in the game since 2011, covering girls basketball and, and just trying to uh, provide exposure and coverage on the girls' side. Founder of Pass the Ball, Marissa, welcome, welcome to the episode, to the podcast, I shall say. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me and reaching out too. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk all things girls basketball. I know you on the road. We were talking before we actually got started um, and you you all over covering games and covering, covering events, huh? Yeah, definitely. Uh, just trying to be that platform to see what's next you know, on the scene. So uh, we already know about those top athletes, but I want to see what else is coming up. And where are you right now? Right now I am in Waco. I just got back last night at like 1 a.m. So I was at the PAC, no, not PAC, I was at the Big 12 Conference for Media Day out there in Kansas City, uh, mm -hmm. showing love to college players. It was good seeing like some of the old faces that we covered in high school and middle school. So it's always good seeing older players doing their thing and, you know, achieving their goals at the next level. And what's the next event you going to? Next event is the ladies ball. We finished up this weekend out in Virginia Beach. So that one should be pretty good. All the uh, teams that won the championship, the championships in the regionals uh, are, you know, going out to Virginia Beach to play in the final uh, national championship. Then after that, it's getting ready for the CP3 camp. Um, so that that's finishing up with them. So that'll be pretty cool, too. Busy, busy. Okay. Well, we like to start this podcast with things that are different, whether good or bad. So I do want to ask you, what do you think is different as it relates to women's basketball as a whole? What do I think is different? Um, I would say now I would say there's more media outlets now because I, I remember when I started, hardly anybody. I was just like, it really made it seem like I was the only one doing it for girls basketball. I remember just praying. I was just like, man. One day I hope people see it through my eyes as well. What I see, like as far as like the girls game is like really good. Like no one gets to see it. So I'm just glad it finally caught a wave and people are now um, wanting to cover it from all levels. So very happy about that. So I'm, I'm glad to see the girls growing, you know, through a social media platform. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I think that's that's good to see. 
Now, how did you get started? You, I know you've been in it since 2011. How did Pass the Ball get started? Yeah, definitely. So I graduated from Sam Houston State. So while I was in school, mass communications, you know, radio, television, film, broadcast journalism, that was my major. That's something I wanted to do. Um, and I also hooped. So it was just like, let me just put two and two together since no one's really covering it. Uh, especially girls basketball. So I was just like, well, I went home. No one was, I was applying to jobs as well. So no one was hiring in my field. So I went back home and was just like, well, let me kick it off with this tournament that I know here locally and just keep, you know, grinding it out and see what happens. So I did that and just, you know, picked up the camera, started filming local high school girls basketball and cover the players that, you know, were pretty well known in the area and they were pretty good. So just kept going after that. And now I'm here. <laughs> you were doing tournaments and you were doing events in 2011? 2011, like I had graduated, went back home. So December 2010, well, I, December 2010 was when I was like, let me go back to this local hot, uh, Christmas tournament that I know mm -hmm. pretty good that everybody played in. So I was, you know, started there covering, uh, that's where I kicked it off at, picked mm -hmm. up the camera, started video highlights. No one really knew what it was because like, you don't, you don't see that. So back then we were posting on Facebook. So I'm just tagging players. So, um, yeah, just uh, I would say it started there. I would say Brittany Boy was the first player that I covered. She was pretty big at Cal and then went to uh, got drafted to play at the uh, New York Liberty. And then after that, like players from SoCal was just like pretty good, too. So I started traveling down there. It was Kelsey Plum, Jordan, Canada. It's a whole bunch of really good players. So it just kept going after that. Now, did you know what you was doing or you just was like, let me just pick up this camera? Well, yeah, I mean, because like I said, I had learned in college, so they teach you how to use it. Uh, this mm. was before YouTube was even a thing. Like, you didn't go in there looking for tutorials. So it was just yeah. like what I learned Oh, just chopping up the videos. And uh, that was pretty much it. It wasn't because we use handhelds, which was on film. So we didn't have the SD cards. Nothing was digital. So we just kind of had to use the school's equipment. And then uh, when I upgraded my equipment, then I, it went digital. So I was just like, okay, cool uh yeah just just started chopping things up seeing because i always looked at ball is life because they were the only other boy platform going so ball is life and hoop mixtape those two were the only ones back then so then i was just like okay you got to put a beat to it okay you got to chop yeah. it like this the certain things so that's that's how i went i went off of them yeah make a sound oh why don't you handhelds oh my <laughs> that's crazy so I obviously know what pass the ball is, and I'm sure a lot of people know what pass the ball, but there are some people who don't. Like, what exactly is pass the ball? Basically, it's just like a, how you want to, how do you want to, how do I say it? Like a, like a FUBU type thing, a for us, by us. It's for, you know, the girls platform. If you're a hooper, you know, and you appreciate it, especially the dads too, they always come on there looking, looking to see, okay, how good is my, how, you know, how good are these players compared to my daughter or just trying to pick up certain workouts or who's in the gym, you know? So that's pretty much <laughs> what it is. It's just a platform for girls basketball. Uh, and basically it's like a, a network, like as far as like, I wish more players reach back out once they graduate, like, Hey, I got this idea. Okay, cool. Let's, let's work on it and let's put it together. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what I really would like for people to do that, especially the ones that we cover, graduated, and if they don't have really a sense of what they want to do, but they have a good idea, I wish they would just reach out more and be like, hey, I want to do this. Can you help me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Yeah. And I, I, I'm i assuming when you first started, it was pretty much just recording games. Yes, and, it was just, yeah. And it looks like it's just kind of expanded. Um, 
Yeah, it, it has because uh, when I first started, of course, we was doing it, it was just a longer process too. Mm -hmm. But um, of course, filming highlights and parents would reach out, okay, can you come do my daughter? So then that's how the business gets started or created because you know other players might want this. So this looks cool, mm -hmm. or maybe this could get recruited, or I could send this off to a college coach or a program. So yeah, it just started going through there. I started posting videos on YouTube and then other people actually who started seeing them, like Ray Caldwell, San Antonio's finest. He was the first person to see it and bring me out to Texas. And um and she Let's his not program. glance over that name. Shout out to Ray Caldwell, one of my mentors. <laughs> I love that guy. For sure. So he had brought me out. That's when they had Rasay Caldwell, Amber Ramirez, Melissa Smith, all before who they you know, before who they were, you know, who they are now. But Keanu Williams is just a whole bunch of players. So I was just grateful that he did that. And then, you know, I got to showcase, oh, some Texas talent. Um, and then from there, like I said, of course, I had before that, um, you had Mariah Jefferson and uh, Alexis Jones out there. So I was covering them, too. So it was just a lot of talent in Texas back then. Yeah. You naming all the goats, Every, all yeah. of the goats. I wish I would have started just a tad bit sooner because there was more coming through there. If I would have got the mm -hmm. Guma case, we got Sydney Colson, like everybody was like really good. Kelsey Bone. Well, I, I did do Brittany Griner and Kelsey Bone at that time, yeah. but right before. Yeah. Now, you done named a lot of different names from Dallas to San Antonio to Houston. Back then, who had the most talent? Like as far as teams or a player or players. like state? Who had the most players out of Dallas, Houston, San Antonio? Who would you say had the most caliber of players talent-wise? Um, it still may have been Dallas, but Houston was right there too. Like I say, Houston kind of fell off the map more than anybody else as as of right now. But mm -hmm. Dallas Houston was like neck and neck, I would say, because there was a lot of talent coming out of there. I was hoping you was gonna say Dallas. Definitely, it definitely was <laughs> Dallas. No, but uh, um, so I was hearing MacArthur had all the good players. And you said what? MacArthur, you know when they had uh. Uh, Odyssey Sims, and they had some other players too that had Alexis, too. and I don't really want to talk about that because MacArthur knocked us out every Ooh. year, like every year. It was Dungaville and MacArthur, and they beat us. We mm -hmm. we just couldn't. First it was Odyssey. We we just I ain't gonna lie, we couldn't stop her. And then they got Alexis, and I, it was just <laughs> yeah, they beat For us sure. every year. But it's alright. It's alright though. So you, it like, obviously when you first started, it was mainly just high school, like high school events that you were doing. Yeah, it was just high school. Like, cause I, at the time I didn't know how to get into college and college wasn't even a thought to me to even try to do. I was just like, you got to start with one thing I thought, yeah. but middle school came later, college came later cause the players that we covered moved on. So I was like, well, I think it might be cool to actually go and see them play too and keep yeah. the coverage. <laughs> And when did you when did you actually get into covering college? Um, I would say it may have been two to three years later because I think Brittany Boyd was like either a junior or senior that year. She went to Cal, and I was like, oh, I think I might want to go still see her play because Cal actually made a, a run mm -hmm. um, at, by the time they were juniors and seniors. So uh, yeah, I would say within two to three years, I was covering college too. And was that like a different process or was it as simple as just going to the games and getting coverage? You know what? Um, I just basically just scripted off a, a professional type email to like mm -hmm. one of the SIDs. And I was just like, because, you know, like college kind of teaches you certain things. You learn a marketing class or how to, you know, 
write an email, <laughs> a professional email. Hey, you know, I covered Brittany. I would like to continue that coverage. And it's like, that, not like they were getting a lot of coverage anyway. I don't see why you would say no to somebody. But yeah, they were like, yeah, cool. Just come on down. We all, we have your passes at the, you know, gate and everything, whatever you need. So. Got it. it all cool. right. So you went from high school, middle school, doing all of that to covering um, individual players at college. Like I've seen different events. When did the events come? What did that look like for you? I think the events came like three to four years later because I was like, I forgot where I got the idea, but I was just not necessarily an idea, but there really weren't that many showcases back then. Um, but at that time, I think, what grade? Because I remember some of the players that were there, Deja Kelly especially, Rory Harmon was like in the sixth grade when she came to our camp. She was killing. Deja Kelly was like, was she in the sixth grade or seventh grade? It was... <laughs> Been doing it for a while. These kids are in college, and you talking about sixth grade? That's crazy. So I say I feel like a triple OG, and it's bad. I'm like I see him seeing them, and I'm just like ah, I'm a, that's why I need to switch lanes because it's just like you can't keep doing the same thing forever. But I was like then, and I did it with Semi Coastal on Girls Prep Report, mm -hmm. and then um, it, it was really good. Like just to see all them kids in the in the gym and going at it, it was it was cool to see them when they're kids. You know what I'm saying? And then they all grow up and uh, go to college and do their thing. So. Yeah, I just decided to do a camera with so much talent that at that time I was like, why not? Right. And what all events do you host now? Uh, right now, we host, I would say, two all-star games, one all-American game that we do every stop at the Women's Final Four because we always take them to the game. This year it's in Cleveland. Uh, and then we also do, we do showcases too. We do either one or two a year. And then we're trying to like actually have one tournament under our belt that's just ours. Yeah. So, we'll so, so what's the difference between the showcase and the all-star? A showcase is kind of like open. It's not necessarily select group sometimes, but mm -hmm. you open just to see who might come through as far as like somebody we don't know. Mm -hmm. So showcase where you can, you'll have like 65, 70, 80 girls in the gym. And then they'll go, of course, taking the skill work. And then also uh, they'll play games and then, kind of can see what they can do, get them on film and stuff like that. If they do well, then we'll invite them to, to the All-Star game. That's Got it. always before it starts. And All-Star, what what are the grades for the All-Star games? Um, like fifth through high school. Okay. We just have four games, uh, two younger classmen and then upper high school level games. And okay. we'll just select select girls throughout. Who did who we seen throughout the summer? That's in and Texas, probably Oklahoma. Makes sense. And then the last one was, you said, uh, All-American game? Yeah, the All-American game is who we've seen throughout the summer that really killed. So this is like, like I didn't, uh, like we had a middle school game, an eighth grade game last year. So we'll probably end up continuing that too. So it's who we've seen throughout the country over the summer. So there was a lot of good kids playing on different circuits. So our list is not biased. It's not catered to one shoe affiliation brand or whatever. It was like, man, if they was hooping, they were hooping. So that's that's why I like our list because it's like who we want and who we seen get buckets, if that makes sense. Like, they're yeah. the real deal. So like you just said, there are a lot of circuits. There are a ton of players. Obviously, you're not going to catch all the players. Like, how do you determine, how does pass the ball determine what events to hit? 
Uh, it's mainly the ones that have been around the longest, if that makes sense. So, uh, of course, we go to Boo Williams every year. That's just what we. That's just what you did, <laughs> starting from back then. So, go to Boo Williams or try to hit uh, Ray's events. Of course, she, she's balling. One of his his events that has good Texas teams, and then also uh, everything's kind of on the East Coast. So that's where you go. Of course, I go to Run for the Roses. You go to the Under Armour. You try to hit the Adidas circuit. Like I hit all those circuits this year. So. That's what I try to do, hit the circuits and the non-shoe circuit teams. And I go to Insider Exposure, too. John McGraw does a great job of what he does independently. So, yeah, I try to hit those main ones that I know who have teams there. Now, please tell me you're not a team of one. Is it just you going to all of these events? Yeah, I do go to all of the events. But if there's something like that's manageable where somebody else can go do it, I'll just send another shooter over there to go get what we need. But, yeah, it's basically my eyes. It's like... I don't mind being in the gym and, and seeing new talent and just who, you know, because it's like you you can only do what you do. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody do what you do. So I see what I see and I do what I do. So that's what I like doing. And and I just like being in the gym and seeing what else is coming up because I don't think, you know what I'm saying, somebody else's opinion or if I go send a shooter, they may not know because, of course, they like the boy side. But yeah, just being honest, no one else is going to know what I know, if that makes sense. Same for not you. It does make sense. Now, are you hitting the events, doing the write-ups, getting everything ready for the tournaments? Like, are you doing all of that? Yeah, pretty much. Sometimes I do have help, but if it's something easy that I know somebody else can do. But as far as events, once you start throwing them, you know what you need. It's not mm -hmm. hard. Um, and then as far as, like, write-ups, um, we'll do – we do have a writer who does it. If I'm not there, he's been in the game forever. Bob Corwin, he does all the writing at different events. Uh, whichever event he want to go to, he goes and writes about it. Me, I'll do a little bit if I need to, um, but I'm like writing names down just so I can go back and see what they did. But when I'm at a tournament, it's just a blank slate. I go in there and I try to work from court to court. You know, it's like 60, 80 courts in there. Mm -hmm. But I every court, like three, three and a half minutes. If you can't do anything within three and three half minutes, I'm like off to the next court. That's just what it is. You should be able to see something in three and three and a half minutes. That's a that's a great point. That was actually something I was going to ask you. Like, how do you like spot what you're going to look at? How long you at a court? Um, because there's so many courts and there's so many players. Right, exactly. Especially you also have to look at the schedule to see like it's because it's like when they did run for the roses, it was like three other events within that event. So it's just like you got to see who's over there first and then just break down the schedule. Or and then trying to weed your way through to see if any team names look from, sound familiar. And then sometimes if you go see a play, a team play, and then the other team actually is really good, then that's like okay, you find a new you know player to watch or a new team to catch. So that's just basically how how I do it. I don't know what everybody else does. They may have a different agenda, but me, I'm three and a half minutes and I'm out. Right. So I know like college coaches when they are going to the tournaments. Obviously, they got a board. They got a a good amount of like kids on their list that they know they are going to see. Like, is that the same for you? Like, do you kind of have a list or is it just totally different since you're just kind of covering the whole tournament? Yeah, I mostly freestyle. That's just my, you know, how I go about things. As far as college coaches, I know they have a list because they rely on scouting services to feed them information on, you know, somebody else to break scheduling down and stuff like that. So they already have a list of, they already have their agenda set, who mm -hmm. they want to see if I already know who those kids are, I don't need to go back and over there to see them. So I'm just like, who's next over here in the young class? Who's, you know, who did we not see? So that's, that's my agenda just to see who else is 
coming up or showing out. <laughs> Man, I feel like that is so hard. Like, <laughs> like trying to get to court to court, trying to like spot talent. And then like you said, like you really only got like three, three minutes, three and a half minutes. You know, if said player not having a good moment or something like that, like they don't miss that opportunity. So I feel like it is so hard. <laughs> it is, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, like like I said, I like seeing players more than once because yeah, that time they're not that good. Well, then at least you know what to go off of. They're they're normal, so you know players are gonna have bad games. They're gonna have good games. There's been plenty of time I've I've seen top players have you know stink up the place and not do well at all. So, but the thing is, when when that happens, it's like players really got to figure out okay, how else can I make a difference in this game? So for sure, um, that's what I like to see if they're having an off game. Okay. What else is she doing? Or is she just pouting the whole time? So. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned scouting service. Do y'all have a scouting service? Um, we do, but we don't use it. And that's bad just cause I don't have a person to run it. So, um, <laughs> so it, it's easier to either join up with somebody or have somebody else that really knows what they're doing, but I don't have the time for it. I can't keep adding on my plate. <laughs> so anybody out there that's looking to help pass the ball, looking to do something, got an eye for a scout talent or whatever, hit up Marissa. She's she might be looking for somebody. Nice plug. <laughs> <laughs> she might be looking for somebody. So you mentioned earlier that uh, one of the things that you like to see is there are a lot of uh, media outlets now. Um, what what would you say like makes pass the ball different? from other media companies or media outlets? Oh, well, one, we're really in the field and we actually love this. Like yeah. if, if you compare to everybody else, you just have to see how do they start off? If you know they start off on the boy side and just created a girl's pace, which then you know where, where, uh, where their stance is with. So right. it's just like, girls are not secondary to us. They're first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So that's how we differentiate, differentiate ourselves from other platforms and then plus like they're watching to see what we do we know we're trendsetters we know we don't we may not have a lot of followers compared to other ones who have you know financial support and backing we're independent we're in the streets so um, love it <laughs> so that's 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 what makes us different do you so feel that is oh go ahead sorry i just said we write our own narrative i love that i love that now do you feel that is difficult because in a sense y'all are covering i would just say all things women's basketball from youth aau to high school to college um to professional like do you feel that it's like hard to do all of that to be in so many different places covering so many different uh what's the word i want to look for i guess so many different sectors uh, i don't feel it is hard it seems normal to my day in life so i can speak to somebody else but I know like there's certain platforms they cover WNBA. Well, WNBA needs it. I'm not going to lie. Like there are girls who are like, I watch high school, you know what I'm saying? Mix safe. or I know more of the high school players, which is great, but I understand the WNBA needs uh, outlets too. So mm -hmm. we'll cover, we'll definitely cover. Like I said, those players that we covered in high school, well, hey, like we're not just going to stop covering them, if that makes sense. <laughs> so we'll still post them and try to see what they're doing and keep up with whatever they got going on. Luckily, they have these WNBA teams have a social content creators to put out content so we can have something to look and see and find, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these college programs, it's just like 
there's been some of them, I would say like a few years ago when I was just like, why don't they have any content? It's so hard to find stuff on them. Yeah. Like to me, to be honest, UConn to me, I thought did the best job as far as coverage, because if I want to go, if I miss their game, I know they're going to have highlights on their YouTube channel. Like make it easy for us to find this content so we can cover college. So I just wish more programs kind of did that. Had them on YouTube, have stuff on Twitter, have stuff on Instagram, you know, just stuff that we can find and pull. You don't have to be the biggest program, but if you have good players and talented players that want more exposure, trying to build their brand, have this um, have this content available for media outlets. That's, that's right. what I would like. Now that makes sense. And do you... Uh, Cause it sounds like you're talking a, a lot about like individual players. Obviously I know that you cover events as well. What do you prefer? Do you prefer doing like individual player coverage or covering a whole event? Mm. Obviously if you just covering a player, that's easy. I don't have to focus on. <laughs> you just got <laughs> so one thing go. to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm just focusing on that one player. So I'm gonna go with that one. So yeah, that's easier. Yeah. I'm now, a smart, not harder type person at this age. So you say what? <laughs> I'm a I'm a work smarter, not harder type person at this age. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. And I saw I was obviously looking on social media, I saw that well you said it actually too, that you were at um the Big Twelve event, um, getting coverage. So for me, you know, I'm still like a little confused of like, okay, how does that work? As far as Big 12, was that you reaching out to somebody like, hey, can I come out and get some coverage of this? Or like, what did that look like? It was basically a conversation. I was actually trying to get a position with the Big 12 because it's like stuff I already know and stuff I already do. Um, but it was just a LinkedIn conversation that I hit the marketing manager up and um, uh, we just had a conversation. Uh, it took him a minute to respond, but I, you know, he just got to follow up. So we had a conversation and then, um, you know, I told him what I did and he seen our platform. He was like, oh, okay, you guys do a great job. So, and then uh, I would say a few weeks later, he was like, I'll keep you posted on stuff that we have going on that I would like you to be at. So it was like, are you available October 17th? So I was like, yeah, I'll definitely come through. Uh, so they paid for the flight and everything. So I was just like, all right, I'm I'm there. <laughs> Whatever y'all need, I can do it. So, yeah. And that's about it. So do they typically, like when you do these different events, are they typically just like, paying for you to get there or is it like a contract that you get um for your services or are you using yes. it just for exposure um it could be a little bit of both and then just also building on a relationship depending on who that uh company is mm -hmm. um so i know if that can benefit us or it's mutual then um you know what i'm saying it's just like you know in exchange for like okay this is in good faith i, I would like to continue doing business with you hope it'll grow to something financial you know bigger and everything like that but as far as everyone else who has like a platform or who's doing tournaments because tournament directors reach out all the time yes gotta cover my travel gotta cover you know expenses fees whatever you know my services because that's time this is my job this is what i do this is full time so i got bills just like everybody else <laughs> yeah you i'm so you in a gym pretty much every single weekend this month has been crazy every weekend is something that's why I'm like, people might, might, are probably like, well, why weren't you there? Such and such. Well, I'm going to the place that pays my bills, helps me pay my bills. I'm not, I'm not chasing anymore. Trust me. I already did that. I'm beyond that. Mm -hmm. I don't chase events. So like, if you what, want me, the, you, you say what? <laughs> if they want me, they got to reach out, you know, sign a contract and things like that. So that's what we're on. That's the wave that we're on. That's when you get older, you start to see a, hey, this has to be in a line with what you, because you got goals too. You want to reach them. So mm -hmm. 
this all has to be in place if you're trying to reach those goals. Yeah. Let me ask you, just curious, like, have you ever reached the burnout stage? I'm past the burnout. I've reached that five years ago. I'm going off a of fume still. And this is like, <laughs> what, five or six years later? Yeah, I'm just going. I'm just motivated, driven, because I would say parents or kids, they drive me, if that makes sense. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just need the feedback, like, because sometimes you get to a phase where, like, why are you doing this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So then the man thank you so much man i appreciate it you really did a great job on you know this event was great love what you do keep doing it so that's what kind of like you know all right this is what i'm doing gives you more motivation so so you're not running on it that pretty much allows you not to run on e if that makes sense yeah encourage does that make sense yeah no that's good that's real good like i'll be honest and say for me i feel like with aau like being a director like I've hit like a burnout and then I'm like, pretty much what you said, like once you hear like those kids coming to you or like those parents telling you different things, it's like, all right, like I'm good. I had a, um, <laughs> I had a kid that I coached a long time ago, actually in mm -hmm. high school. And she sent me a message when I released a podcast, she was listening to the podcast and like, just send me a note of just like how I was on her something happened and I was on her and she'll never forget it and how it's changed her life. And it's like sure. things like that make you be like, you got to stay in it. You got to keep doing it. And it just gives you that motivation. Like, sure. all right, I can do this. It ain't it ain't that bad. <laughs> yeah, then of course, like your parents too can be like, or because I know my mom, she was like, just stick with it. You know, it'll pay off eventually. So I'm just mm -hmm. like, yeah, how old is it from? But you do have to have patience sometimes and just keep the faith. Something, your time is coming. You just got to keep saying that. For sure. For sure. When did pass the ball hit that uh, breakout? Um, you know, you say that, but I'm just like, I still don't think we've reached where we need to be, honestly. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, you can look at our amount of followers, but honestly, that doesn't mean anything to me right now. Or that doesn't, it does, doesn't justify who we are, if that makes sense. I don't think we've even taken off yet. Yeah. Yeah. Let me actually rephrase that. Um, like when did you, obviously we all start businesses and we have our own visions. Like we know that this can work, but at the same time, Every last one of us also have our doubts. Like, okay, is this really worth it? Or can this work for you? Like, when did it click to you? Like, this is it. Like, I'm doing this. Um, when, <laughs> well, I always wanted to do it. it it's yeah. crazy because I always knew what I wanted to do. And I already knew this was my lane. And for me to, in order to stay stick around basketball, because that's my passion. That's what I love. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, um, I already knew that was going to be my route. Um, I just didn't know how it was going to take care of me, if that made sense. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I, I mean, when I first started, like, I had a part-time job in order for me to, like, stay on the road. Like, I'm funding my own self, and that's what you got to do. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I would say it started going maybe year three and four. Cause I was like, everybody was watching like the top kids that I was putting out. That was fine. Uh -huh. But I think I would say when I started going down to SoCal a lot, I think it really started to take off because people were noticing like these kids that were pretty good. Like I said, when you got Jordan Canada down there and like Kelsey Plum, um, those were some really good kids. And then catching Sabrina Ionescu when she's like in the ninth grade, I remember literally like running out to, parking lot after this game because 
Did they lose? They may have lost, but she still like gave Bishop O'Dowd buckets because they had a lineup. Mm-hmm. I ran out to the and I was like, what is your name? I'm like, because it was just like, you know, this white girl killing these, killing these <laughs> girls. I'm like, who is this lanky white girl? But um, yeah. <laughs> Brina Ionescu, um, who else was it? And then it was seeing right now, like what? I'm like, send us some shoes. <laughs> uh, so on. it was just like that. Yeah, Haley Jones too. I seen her in the sixth grade, and I was just like, because she was playing point guard and she was tall. I'm like, who is this? It's just crazy how they they you know blossomed into who they are now. It's just crazy to see. Like, dang. I mean, I, I understand. See, that's what I'm saying. You can only see what you see. Yeah, that's why I said. That's why I'm like I can see you see something in some kids that's different than somebody else. But and that's, that's dope. It's like I, you got an eye, like you, and you got to have like that special eye for that. Um, that's that's dope. Yeah, yeah, True. that's dope to see. Like, <laughs> and I think that's the that's the honestly that's the beauty of like sports, right? Being in sports, like seeing kids, like all these names, like you you literally talking about them in the sixth grade, in the seventh grade, in the eighth grade, and now they in the WNBA, they playing overseas, they in college, like just being able to see them grow into ba- better basketball players, but better women. Like, I love to see that. Yeah. I love to hear that. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree with you because it's not easy. Trust me. I know the route is a lot harder for them than it is for male counterparts. Right. That's why I was like, at the time when I was going, I kind of started out. I'm like, should I do boys? I mean, I feel out of my element, but I know they could go to the NBA a lot faster than these mm-hmm. girls. You see, so just like, let me just stay here. <laughs> yeah, stay with stay with what you what you know you want to do. Right. Now you said year three or four. Did you was that like around the time when you? quit your job? Like I know you said now you're full time. Right. Yeah. I think I did quit. It's been a while. I can't remember when <laughs> I actually got fired just literally because of basketball. I took too many days off in July and you know, you had how long you had to be on the road in July. <laughs> so You like, was like, wow. man, forget this job. I got to hit these events. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that, that was my stance on it. So yeah, I would say once I quit, then I was just like locked in. Okay. How do I figure out how to, you know, make this a living, you know, so have events, sell merchandise. Those were like the first two later on, we added live stream. So yeah, that's pretty much, I would say year three or four. Got it. I'm locked in. Speaking of July, what do you think about the new calendar? I didn't even see it. So I'm, I'm like, everybody knows, but I'm like the last one. I'm always asking other people, oh, it changed? <laughs> All right, so yeah. what's the new schedule? Who's having what? So, yeah, I ask like, other people who are into that. Yeah. That's like, not my- End of July is crazy. Like, parents are going to be gone. This year was crazy. Like, it went so long. I was tired. I'm yeah. like, where do these people get this money from? And I feel like this upcoming season is going to be worse because, like, they moved the beginning to the end. So, like, it's a long stretch at the end. So, if you traveling, like, parents will be – I think they gone for, like, 15 days or something like that. Fourteen. It's a long time. I don't know if it was – I need to look. I don't know if it's exactly 15, but it might be close to that. It's a long time. So, I'm like, yeah, how these parents going to take up work? Exactly, because I put a tweet out about that, and I was like, "How much did y'all spend this year?" And somebody was up to like ten thousand or something. I'm like, "What? How many kids yeah. y'all got?" Yeah, it's it's definitely 
definitely expensive. But it's it's almost like it's tough because I feel like you have to do it. And then like trying to figure out like which tournaments. Like I know being in Texas, a lot of people are like trying to have events in Texas, which is good, but it's like, okay, are the coaches gonna be there? Like you gotta go to the events where the coach is at. So I feel like it's it's hard. It is hard, but I would like See, if I was a coach, if I knew what type of caliber kids I had, mm-hmm. I'm not traveling. I'm not, I don't, there's no need to travel, especially I'm in Texas. You know what quality tournaments to go to when you're For nearby. For sure. That's the thing. But if you're not good and you're you're playing on XYZ, coaches still ain't going to come out to you anyway. Regardless. So yeah. it's but let like, me ask you, though, like July, let's take this past season, July. Where would you have went in Texas? Um, what was what was going on out here? You had, uh, here? So you had, let me see, what was July? Beginning of July, you had Ray. So actually, we went to Ray's event. You had She's Balling. I mean, you had yeah, I uh, always, Blueprint. Yeah, I would always go to his event. Yeah, so we had Blueprint. And then, but after that, the back half of July, that's when you got New Orleans. That's when you got Run for the Roses. You got Chicago, um, Select 40s yeah, in de- Pennsylvania. So PBR didn't have anything? Uh, I think they did, but there was, I don't think it was any coaches there. Oh, got you. Okay. Yeah, because I know so, they had, they did Neville, which was the beginning of July. Um, but it was like, it really wasn't any coaches there. And I think they right. did something at the end of July. Well, I know USA did. So it was like, you got invited to that. If you, that was in Memphis. That was, yeah, that was the end. end. So once the end, but during that, during that July 20th, 24th, through the 24th time, like it really wasn't nothing in Texas. So it's like, okay, where do you go? Yeah, like we ended true. up going to New Orleans. And that was a pretty good look because as long as they're under one roof, that's what you got to look at. Mm-hmm. Then still pretty much benefiting. At least you don't have to go from court to court. Everybody is still there. So if you look at that and strategize and be like, okay, where the coaches at? Okay, they're going to be in New Orleans still. Um, they still got good teams, but they're all under one roof. Okay, that's cool. That checks off your crop, you know, your checkbox. You're not traveling extremely far. You can drive to New Orleans. That's fine. Right. And then also another tournament I would look at was probably is literally probably John McGraw because he has another big, you know, uh, a base of like teams that he has and college coaches that he attracts, and then he can also keep it under one roof. So. Like, you got to kind of pay attention to that. Because if you're going to, I'm not spending money to go to Roses if I know my team isn't that great. Right. Be 80 courts, okay, I'm go out there, they're still not going to be seen. So what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Now that's true. You just financially, it, it depends. But you can go if you want to and if you got the money. It's, I'm not knocking anybody who does it. But if you're trying to stay within your means, then that's what you do. Yeah. Now nah, that makes sense. Uh, you mentioned earlier you were talking about when you started merch and um, uh, events, I think, was like kind of where your revenue was coming from. Like, what does that look like now? Like, what are like, I guess you could say the streams from like past the ball, like merch, events. What else does that look like within your business? Within our business, um, we could do better. Like I said, I, I definitely need more help with the merch stuff because it's mm-hmm. like we could be posting, we could be making a lot more than what we make but we don't um, because I'm always busy on the road. And that's the thing. When you have a business, you got to kind of outsource that to somebody else or tr- try to find some, you know, trustworthy help. It's kind of hard to find good help, but 
Um, you just gotta have it. I would say if you had a team of three, you can make it happen, and y'all can mm-hmm. really pop. But me, um, doing everything pretty much, it's hard to. I just gotta strategize if I'm gonna do it. If I have to right. do it all, I just need to better organize or strategize to where it benefits. Because I would need to have the photo shoots. I would need to get the players to you know get there or whatever. Or because I mean, we have good stuff um, that could really pop, but. If you're not executing and putting action behind it, <laughs> just yeah, it don't matter. Yeah. Now, have you ever thought about like just taking a step back for a little bit and focusing on getting the help? <laughs> yes, I try to do it. Um, when that phone calls and the money call it, I'm not turning down. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the issue I have saying no when I, when when I need it when I'm trying to reach a certain goal because it's like you know. I got things I'm trying to do and accomplish, but like I said, that'll always be there. But so basically what I'm trying to do, um, I try to set my schedule in advance, but yeah. then the schedule's up on you and then you're just kind of like, oh, shoot. Um, but yeah, that's basically what, I, what I'm what i trying to do. Like merchant is going to be there. I'm not really focused on it, but I need to. Um, right now it's just planning out the schedule, making sure I have enough events each month um, to where I'm good, if that makes sense. So we have this, of course, basketball season is about to kick off. So, you know, live streaming is about to be another part of the plan. So we have college events on there that we got to do in high school events. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much the focus. Um, and are you pretty much booked up the rest of the year? Uh, probably not every weekend, but we have the weekends that we do are like holiday tournaments. Mm-hmm. So we're pretty much for holiday. We're good for November and December and January. Got it. Will you be at uh, the event next weekend in Dallas? I will not because that's CP3. CP3 oh, campus in Maryland. So like yeah. I said, if the money's calling, I got to go. That's I can't do free stuff. Be. No, I understand yeah. that. I understand that. <laughs> and they CP3, how many events do they have? I think they had like five stops this year because, um, of course, they already did Atlanta, um, D.C. Of course, Dallas is on the stop this year. Um, I need to see if there's anywhere else, but I think it's two or three more stops left. Are you doing all of those or just this one, uh, the one in October? DC and I'm doing Dallas and uh, whatever, if they have a third stop on there too. Got it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. This was, um, this was good. I feel like I learned a lot about past the ball and more of, uh, what you do. So I love to, I love to hear that. Um, yeah. I thought I thought I thought it was good. Um I know we kind of on a on a little bit of a, a time. So I want to make sure that you're able to get out and and get done what you need to get done. We end this episode with rapid fire. So I got five things for you. You answer what comes to mind. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The best event you've covered so far. Like in my life? Mhm. Or like <laughs> <laughs> oh man i would say the women's four that was crazy i think like the past few years it has been crazy i'm gonna just say women's final four you can't touch that okay they just been crazy uconn has been beat when mississippi state when i was at that one after that they've been crazy okay i love that your favorite current college player Caitlin Clark. Oh, she's so nasty. Caitlin Clark is CC. Caitlin Clark is very nasty. Yes. I'm a fan. Who are you picking to win the championship this year? Women's. This year? 
Mm, I'm trying to see if LSU can be beat this year. Who would take them for a run for their money? Who is a sleeper this year? Uh, shoot. I'm trying to think of all the players that went. Mm, man, I like Notre Dame and Ohio State right now. Okay. I think I'm going to go those two sleepers right there. Those two? But if LSU wins, then hey, LSU wins. But. Do they get to play South Carolina this year? See, once uh, if that if I know how they do against South Carolina, then I know what to predict. Then you'll know. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Best basketball movie of all time. Dang. <laughs> I don't want to say love and basketball. I do not. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's a classic. Um, let me go with. I guess it's let me go with. Space Jam, then. Not nah, Space Jam. Okay. And, <laughs> and what does Marissa like to do in her free time? I have no free time. so I know. I'm that's why here. I asked the question. Because we're going to think of something. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else can I... What else am I good at? It's sad if I don't know. <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm definitely putting this on here because... She be busy, busy. When when is Marissa time, and what does Marissa do in Marissa time? Honestly, if uh, I honestly just enjoy spending time with family when I do have it, because that's why I was like, you know what, I'm not, I'm never home for my brother's birthday. I'm not going to John Lucas this year, so I was like, you know what, I'm focusing on family. So let me just do family. That's what I enjoy. I love that. Okay, we started this podcast off with what is different in women's basketball. I like to end with the guess. What will be different with Marissa within the next three to five years? Marissa and or pass the ball. I'll have more help. And you might see more better content from us. No, you will see better content from us. <laughs> yes. All right. We holding Marissa to this because all these dope ideas she got all the things that passable is providing she need help y'all so we're gonna come back to this episode in three years and <laughs> you're gonna know that she got her help so yeah. i love it i love it i i have enjoyed this episode um marissa if you could tell everybody where to find you and leave a message for everybody listening whatever you want whatever's on your mind whatever's on your heart let the guests hear i mean let the audience hear it yeah, for sure. Um, you can follow us on Pass the Ball, both on Twitter and Instagram, TikTok. Um, we're trying to get our Snapchat up. That one's uh, something else, like trying to figure out that platform. But yeah, find us on Pass the Ball. Uh, hopefully we'll be at a gym near you. Um, and then, like I said, just keep grinding. Um, try not to let the outside influence how you, uh, I would say, not necessarily want to be viewed, but don't let the distractions get to you. Like you see everybody else doing good, but don't let that uh, mess up your, I guess, state of mind or peace or, you know, distract you from, don't ever hate on somebody else. That's for mm -hmm. them. Focus on what you're, what you're good at. And if you do that, good things will happen to you. It'll start happening for you. So I would say that. Don't let that social media affect what you got going on. I love it. I love it. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Um, I've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you did too. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast. We'll be back for another episode next week.